Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1 TN5 for Tuesday, February 8th. I'm Aaron Matus. Temple AD Arthur Johnson says he's focused on enhancing the fan experience for OWL's supporters and indicates marketing to on-campus students and moving the student section at football and basketball to better spots are key objectives. We have to come up with the right strategy, said Johnson. Now, I know that winning plays a role in it, but we have to invest in the strategy and provide the resources. We need fans. We need their energy. Macro level from Johnson. Making sure we provide the resources for our students to be successful, for coaches to have the resources that they need to be successful, and we need to win. We gotta win some championships. Georgia will not increase football ticket prices for the 2022 season, despite coming off a national championship year, general inflation in the market, the new $80 million football building, and renegotiating head coach Kirby Smart's contract with CAA's Jimmy Sexton. Dogs AD Josh Brooks explains why. We have no plans to increase home game ticket prices or concession prices for the upcoming season. Our fans were crucial in support of us through the pandemic, with so many converting their potential refunds into donations. That allowed us to keep providing our student-athletes a first-class experience. Scanned attendance for Kentucky men's basketball at Rupp Arena has exceeded 15,000 only one time this season as a sub-par home slate has some Cats supporters frustrated. UKAD Mitch Barnhard on next year's men's basketball schedule. There's still going to be those moments where we're going to want to play in Madison Square Garden or we're going to want to play in Chicago or Vegas, something like that. There's a couple of those games we want to play, but at the end of the day, we also have to have enough of those games in balance back in Rupp Arena. We've heard that message and we're endeavoring to get a little more balance on that schedule, so we need to do that. Florida State AD Michael Alford on the timing of the Knoll's new 150,000-plus square foot football operations building. We have an aggressive timeline. We're working with the president. We know it's a priority with Chairman Peter Collins, President Richard McCullough, and myself. We need to get this facility built. I hate to put a timeline on it, but we're on schedule to break ground in 10, 12 months to start digging. Populous is in town this week to iron out final details with FSU staff. Currently, there is $50 million pledged of the at least $85 million needed. Oklahoma State softball will have a new turf outfield, new outfield fence, and protective netting behind home plate in time for the March 4th home opener. Head coach Kenny Gajeski. In all essence, it's just helping us get through because it's not enough. It's really not enough. We need to keep jumping in. We need a new stadium. That's coming. Everybody here knows that. I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. We've engaged a big firm to kind of do a master plan. I don't know how much of that is out there, so I probably ought to stop, but that's going on. I got to think that softball is right up there at the top of that, but I'm not committed to the turf and fence being the end. I can tell you that now. Ohio State will install a new field in Ohio Stadium this summer and a matching one at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center a few months prior. Fans had a large part in the turf design. The department engaged Buckeye Nation in October 2021 to send in fan-inspired design concepts for the field. More than 1,300 designs were submitted and elements most favored by fans include the Block O at midfield, incorporating Buckeye leaves and scarlet end zones compared to suggesting gray end zones. 
All three of those elements, plus others favored by fans, are included in the new design that was ultimately determined by an internal panel. Ole Miss ended fiscal year 21 in the black by over $17 million on $127.3 million in revenues over $109.7 million in expenses. Year over year, it was a $22 million increase on the top side and a $4 million decrease on the bottom. The one-time SEC distribution of over $37 million for the Rebels certainly helped. As for Buffalo, a small surplus was generated with about $36.27 million in revenues and $36.21 million in expenses from July 2020 to June 2021. Bulls AD Mark Allnut. What you're looking at, especially when you're looking at the fiscal year, is that essentially we were impacted by ticket sales for football and basketball, and those are major sources of revenue. Not having folks in those venues, that's a key draw for our sponsors. We had a digital presence and games were televised and streamed, but you didn't have the bodies in the arena. This and more in your D1 ticker email. I'm Aaron Matus, and this has been the morning edition of your D1 TN5 for Tuesday, February 8th. Thanks for listening. We'll update again tonight.